Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Wednesday, June 17, 2020. I'm Tom Merritt. Parallels announced it is working with Google to bring full Windows application support to Chrome OS enterprise devices. Parallels promised that this autumn, full-featured Windows apps, including Microsoft Office, will run seamlessly on Chromebook enterprise devices. The series shortcut, I'm Getting Pulled Over, developed by Robert Peterson in 2018, has been updated and gained new popularity. The shortcut is triggered when you tell Siri, I'm getting pulled over. It then dims your phone, pauses any audio playback, records video from the front-facing camera, and can send location and a copy of the video to an emergency contact. The shortcut is free in the iOS App Store for users of iOS 12 and later, and needs to be granted permission. Qualcomm announced its RB5 AI-enabled 5G robotics platform. The platform lets companies make high-compute, low-power robots and drones. RB5 includes the QRB5165 processor, the Cryo585 CPU, and the Adreno650 GPU, customized for robotics, as well as a bunch of cameras and sensors. It supports 4G and 5G across most spectrum, and up to 8K video and 200 megapixel photos. It also includes an SDK for neural processing, machine vision, localization, feature recognition, and obstacle detection. Qualcomm also launched a new 5G chipset, the Snapdragon 690, meant for budget phones. The Snapdragon 690 does not support millimeter wave, but it can bring sub-6 gigahertz to budget phones, and it does promise 20% better CPU performance and 60% faster graphics rendering. The Snapdragon 690 also supports 120 hertz refresh rates and 4K HDR video capture. The first phones with this budget chip will arrive by the end of the year from HMD, LG, Motorola, Sharp, and TCL. Facebook added an option for U.S. users to turn off political advertising, and they say that'll roll out over the next few weeks. The option will opt up, will pop up when a user sees a political, electoral, or social issue ad. The option will come to other countries this autumn. Facebook also announced a voting information center for the U.S. with information on registering, requesting mail-in ballots, deadlines, and other voting-related information. A group of U.S. senators introduced a proposal to limit the safe harbor protections of Section 230, which shields companies from being liable for user content if they attempt to moderate it. Under the proposal, companies would be required to enforce their terms of service without discrimination or lose their immunity from lawsuits. The provision would only apply to services with more than 30 million U.S. monthly users and more than $1.5 billion in global revenue. The U.S. Department of Justice is also working on guidelines that emphasize Section 230 does not shield companies from liability liability for facilitating federal crimes like child exploitation. Google Meet has arrived in Gmail for Android and iOS. Users will not need the Meet app to join a conference. The Meet tab is located at the bottom of the main Gmail interface. Apple told Basecamp it will not approve the second version of its new email service, Hey, unless Basecamp adds Apple's in-app payment service, which takes a 30% cut. Hey costs $99 a year, but only offers that subscription on its website. Apple will allow reader apps like Kindle and Netflix to let subscribers log into iOS apps without using Apple Payments, but only if no reference to the subscription option is made anywhere in the app. Therot.com says Hey mentions in the app that subscriptions are available on its website. 
Apple told Protocol it should not have approved Hey in the first place because it's not a reader app, though The Verge notes that other subscription email apps like Newton are available without Apple's in-app purchase. T-Mobile posted an explanation of why its service went down for most of the U.S. Monday. A leased uh, fiber circuit from a third party in the southeast failed. T-Mobile redundancy for that failed circuit also failed, causing an overload which resulted in an IP traffic storm that created capacity issues across T-Mobile's voice over LTE core network. T-Mobile's president of technology, Neville Ray, apologized in a blog post and said permanent additional safeguards have been added. Finally, a team at the Chinese Academy of Sciences in Beijing has developed a tool called Deep Face Drawings that can take a rough sketch and produce high-quality artistic images. The deep learning system was trained on facial components and can recognize them in a sketch to pull together detailed versions that work together in a complete image. The technology will be presented at Seagraph in July. For more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to dailytechnewsshow.com. You can find show notes and links to all the headlines there as well. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time.